Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From one ear to another, this is a Mag's Creative production. How are yous? We're back, podcast lovers. And this season, we're getting cast away with some brilliant guests. Starting strong with one of the most famous YouTubers in the UK. KSI, or JJ, has been creating content for over a decade now with a growing community that has a casual, you know, 33 million followers. Given KSI's industry, it wasn't surprising that his favourite podcast started out on YouTube, which made me pretty excited as they were choices we've never had on the show before. And we're in series four. Uh, We've got everything from True Geordie, No Jumper and What's Good podcast. We chat everything uh, about KSI's career too and all the things that life has thrown at him. And most recently, how his talents have extended to music. So kick back. Relax and let's crack on with this brand new season of Castaway. KSI, welcome to Castaway. Yo, thank you for having me, man. <laughs> How are you, first of all? How's it going? Yeah, no, very good, man. Like, it's been a funny few uh, few months. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Especially with me, man, like when it's come to like the music and how well it's been received, especially like recently as well, it's it's quite phenomenal. My YouTube channels are doing really well. My friends' YouTube channels are doing really well. Like it's, it's weird because I feel like I'm doing better now that there's a pandemic, mm-hmm. but I don't like saying that <laughs> yeah but you but but it's good to be honest as well because I do feel there's so much negativity and when I ask that question to people when I say how are you I don't really know what I'm going to get as, as a response and it's quite yeah. nice to get get something positive yeah it's lovely yeah, I, it's refreshing yeah yeah exactly like it's it's weird it's like I've just I guess adapted to the whole pandemic and yeah I've kind of made it work for me now it was a huge shock to the system and mm-hmm. I hated it the idea of not being able to go out pies, see friends, enjoy life essentially in the outside world. It was, it was a terrifying idea, but over time I've kind of just learned to just accept that this is life right now and mm-hmm. eventually things will get better. So I've kind of decided to work as hard as possible to set myself up for an amazing time as soon as everything's back to normal. I think that's a smart move. I feel like a lot of people have used this time to maybe like reset and refocus. As you said, like I would have been the same, always rushing and racing, always out, always doing something, kind of living in the now. And then you're forced to stay at home and you kind of think, okay, what do I want to do? What's the plan? Yeah, now I guess for me, the plan is making coming together. Well, yeah, it's well. coming together. Yeah, like I've, I've got songs coming out. I've got my album coming out summer this year. I might have a possible fight next year if the whole pandemic is all blessed. You know, YouTube-wise, it's always growing. 
I keep going. I'm just going to keep working hard, keep putting out stuff, putting out content, entertaining the people. I guess distracting people from the pandemic, trying to make people's day, whether it's try not to laugh or whether it's me me getting bullied on my Reddit. just random things. We have so much to talk about because you're what I like to call in my own words a slasher. Um not in a not not in a like murderous way, in a like you have <laughs> you do lots of things, you know, you're a musician slash sportsman slash a YouTuber slash and and it goes on and on and on and I've talked about this to lots of guests before from all different parts of the industry, but yeah. um I feel you more than anyone have proven that if you want to do something, you go do it. Yeah, it's facts. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, you can actually see where I started from the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I always say I'm not talented because I'm not. I've literally worked hard in everything I do to get to the point I'm at today. And obviously, you know, there's a bit of luck on the side. You know, I'm, I was at the right place at the right time for certain things. But, like, you've got to also make your own luck. And I've mm-hmm. worked hard to make sure that I was in a position to make sure my family were blessed money-wise stability wise, you know, make sure my friends were all good and making sure I'm happy as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like I, I just think anyone can do it. And, and a lot of people roll their eyes whenever I say that they're like, Oh yeah, cool. You're an anomaly, man. Look at you. Like, mm-hmm. well, I just believe that I could do whatever I want. And now look, I've done it. <laughs> Whereas a lot of people just think it's not going to happen. They already give up before they, before even they try. try to do it. Yeah. So, You've got to be in that mindset of, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I'm going to do what I want to do. Obviously legal. (laughs) (laughs) Within reason, there are some boundaries there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just smash it and then see what happens, man. You'll shock yourself. Speaking of the past year, we both were on the same show, Gogglebox, which is yeah. people on telly watching telly. It's kind of a bit of a rabbit hole. And now you're on a podcast, which is about podcasts. So this is like a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to really mess with people's minds as you do. But I'm really interested in that because at the moment you're kind of in promo mode for for the new single with Anne-Marie. So yeah. you're probably doing lots of interviews and lots of kind of quick interviews, sound bites. But as you said, where you started out was more the long form, was more you know YouTube and video where you had that control how have you adapted as an artist as someone in the media eye from going from having your own content and kind of saying whatever you wanted to say to suddenly being on promo doing things differently a different type of media and do you have to watch what you say more are you more conscious of like shorter form interviews or how have you kind of adapted to that I think for me not much has really changed I guess besides not swearing (laughs) (laughs) Like, well just, done so far, by the way. Well done. <laughs> feel free. Feel free if you need to. It's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, I'll uh, get it in there yeah. too. Fuck, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on, my, on my YouTube channels, like, I just say whatever I want. On TV and all these mainstream channels, I still say whatever I want. I just don't swear. That's just mm-hmm. it. Like, I've always had this idea of no one can ever have anything against you if you are honest. If you're just honest about everything, then no one can, no one can say anything about it. No one can Mm -hmm. say shit, essentially. You're just, you can just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Being yourself is the best way for me to enjoy life because I'm truly happy. I've truly found my balance in life where I'm okay to be a guy that loves boxing, but also likes anime and Mm -hmm. also 
likes nerdy things, you know, and I know as a person, I can be awkward. I can be introverted, but I can also be extroverted. I can also just be whatever. Like no one can put me in a box. And I love that. I love the idea that I can just be whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. And I'm comfortable in that. And I feel like more people are starting to get to that point where they're like, fuck it. I'm just going to be me, man. Stop mm-hmm. trying to be this gangster rapper or this beauty, blah, 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 or this, this, that, that. I just want to do whatever I enjoy doing. And I don't care whether people like it or not, because I'm truly happy at the end of the day. And that's all that matters. I mean, it's great to kind of have figured that out at such a young age as well, because that takes time. And as someone who started my career out on MTV and then worked in different kind of parts of the entertainment industry and then did a radio show on BBC Five Live, which was very male dominated politics and sport. And I remember people going, why are you doing that? Like, that's not you. You Do Radio One. And I remember being like, why? And how do you react when people say, like the boxing thing now, the music thing now? Like, do, do you get that reaction and, and does it ever affect you or do you feel like you can fully brush it off? I love that reaction. Yeah. It drives me. It it makes me go, okay, you wait, wait and see. Just you mm-hmm. wait. That's, that's my mindset. I'm a very positive person. So when someone tries to be negative, I use that energy to fuel me more, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worked for me so far. Like, if someone gives you negative energy and you you take it on board, then essentially you will be negative with ideas that you want to do, et cetera. Whereas if you just twist it and just go, no, 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 I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. I'm going to do this and I'm going to prove you all wrong. And then I'm going to laugh at all of your faces with my success. That's just the best way. No one can say anything. Well, they can. They can. And how does it affect your life? Let them say what they say. Well, yeah, like that's it. Say whatever you want, but I'm winning. <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm happy. I'm winning. I've got a beautiful girlfriend. I've got an amazing family. I've got amazing friends. We're all winning together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares what anyone else thinks, man? Like, and, and the most important thing, like even from the beginning of this conversation, you seem happy. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? You got good energy. Yeah, and I, I feel like that energy transcends to other people as yeah. well. And it's always good to be positive because we're in a time where a lot of people are really struggling, man. Like a lot of people mentally are struggling. I feel like certain people need to try and help be positive to bring in that whole positive mindset because this is our third lockdown. People are just struggling. It's a shame. It's a shame because what can we do? Like, obviously, we're trying to do as much as we can to help as many people as possible. But there's two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. There's people dying from the virus, but there's also people dying from suicide. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's hard to try and balance both. And it's hard mm-hmm. to try and keep positive spirits. So I think you need to just find something to be positive about. Even if you can't, just fake it. <laughs> just find yeah. something because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Things will get back to normal. You're KSI for a reason. Knowledge, strength, integrity, right uh, there. I mean, with the knowledge, I, I, I can be a bit. I can be a bit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, But it is. It's do what you can and, and distract yourself when you need to. And um, 
uh, we are going to crack on with some of the suggestions you've given me for podcasts because when I meet people, I love knowing what music they listen to. I love to know what books they read and what podcasts they listen to because I kind of feel it really gives you an insight into people. When was the first time you start listening to podcasts or knew about podcasts? I'd say around the whole, uh, so someone like Joe Rogan was mm. one of the people I listened to when it came to yeah. podcasts. You know, it was just an interesting idea. Like he just brought on very interesting people. And I was like, ah, like, it's just cool to hear what he has to say. So, you know, he had Elon Musk on there and like the conversations he was having, it's just fascinating. And I think that's what draws me to podcasts. It's just interesting yeah. to see what other people say in a space that you're not really familiar with. It's almost like eavesdropping, but it does remind me of like when you first started out on your your channel, say back mm. in 2009, and I know you're still in school and you're commentating over computer games. And I know then that's evolved over the years. But yeah. it was this almost long form of just chats where there's not really an agenda. Yes, exactly. And I feel like with certain TV programs, it's to do with entertainment. So they're going to twist things to make sure it's entertaining. Whereas with podcasts, it's, I don't know, I feel like it's more real. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's authentic, what, yeah. It's like the behind the scenes of what is really going on in people's mm-hmm. lives. Um, gonna go through some of these podcasts. Thank you for these. And you know what's lovely, KSI? This is our fourth series. We've had everyone, like so many different people on the show, and you've given me a whole fresh list of podcasts we've never talked about. So yeah. thank you for bringing that no, into my no life. Worries. A lot are hosted by YouTube stars as well, and probably people you're familiar with too. I'm going to go straight into the first one and tell us a little bit about the True Geordie podcast um, from True Geordie and Lawrence McKenna. Okay, so True Geordie is uh, (laughs) a legend (laughs) on the YouTube scene. To to say uh, he's been memed a bit is... uh, (laughs) You haven't made it until you've been memed a lot. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But no, his podcasts are amazing. Especially as a YouTuber, I'd say he was one of the first few YouTubers to do a podcast mm-hmm. at the beginning. And he's just smashed it over and over. Like he had uh, Ricky Gervais on there. Tyson Fury's been on it. Fury, yeah, mm-hmm. like a lot of big names. And for all of us as a YouTubers, it's crazy to see stuff like that. Because someone like Tyson Fury, you think, is out of reach. Because, you know, it, it's a completely different space, a different world. So to see those worlds collide and come together for something so amazing, it's, it's, it's dope. So, yeah, True Geordie's been smashing it. Once you understand the motivation of Brent, that he's, he wants to be popular. He wants to be popular, right? And there's a camera there, so that's going to catch him being a twat as well. Mm-hmm. Once you understand that, everything makes sense. If that wasn't a fake documentary, that would be a very, very average sitcom. <laughs> be very, very average. Below, yeah. yeah you um, know, but once you know he wants to be famous... Yeah, and he's getting caught out. So I, 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 didn't, I, I hated exposition. I mm-hmm. hated how people had to say, um, "John, you know your sister, the one who went to Gambia." Yeah. Well, of course I do. She's my sister. Why are you talking about that? Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and it made it hard on the fact because you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, do things behind closed doors. Because so uh, it made you work. And so I did it with getting caught by the camera. So if someone says something and they go, uh, "Is that true?" and you go. You know they're lying. Mm. You just know but they're you, lying. You had an ability to bring it, make it more real than I think other people had done beforehand. Because you, I guess, because you weren't trained 
And you knew you just made it more like real life. Yeah, I was emulating um, those sort of quaint docu soaps mm-hmm. that uh, of the nineties that I'd watched. You know, and ordinary people get their fifteen minutes of fame, and Airport and, and that was it. Yeah. exactly. But then now it's when when I came to do um, Life on the Road, it was like ten times worse. You know, now David Brent would have been on X Factor or... And so I made it harder for him that he thought... He was an old generation who thought, well, no, I'm going to do it the right way. And, of course, he struggled even more. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, 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 it's got crazier and crazier. Now people will, you know, do anything to be famous. What's your motivation at this point, then? Because, like, you've, you've done everything, you've made lots of money. Like, obviously, you can pick and choose everything you want to do, but you seem to be still grinding away, doing all these stand-ups and series... Why aren't you just chilling out on a beach somewhere? Well, I am. I mean, I, I'm not on a beach, but um, this is, it's still fun for me. It's, I get up every day and I do what I want. I mean, that's, that's rare. And if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. Uh, and as soon as I have it, if I finish a project, I think, oh, I've done that, right, I'm going to have a rest. When I rest is when I think of another idea. The, the having the idea is the buzz for me. Also, they hosted the Logan Paul fight on the YouTube yeah. channel. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I had a fight with Logan Paul. I mean, yeah, I heard, I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let me let me start with the beginning. So <laughs> it actually started with a, a person called Joe Weller. He fought his friend like in a boxing match called Theo Baker. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like an official thing. It was just like a little a little bit of fun for a YouTube video. They both had head guards and boxing gloves and they just, yeah, it were just swinging essentially. And Joe won the fight. Before the fight, I saw an Instagram post of them saying that they were going to be fighting together. So I was like, as a joke, I said, oh, I'll just fight the winner, lol. I wasn't being serious. I was just <laughs> like, oh, you know, whatever, like. It's just, just that if, thing we talked about, you know, when you were saying like, sometimes you just say things without like, <laughs> just say what you think. At the time, without thinking of repercussions. Yeah, it was just a little bit of a clout thing. I was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, this would just get a few likes, etc. And then after Joe beat Theo Baker, he called me out. And I was like, oh, right. Nah, man, I'm not on it. (laughs) What are you you on about? (laughs) It was a joke. Why why are you taking this serious? I don't want to fight. I've never fought in my life. So you had no no background in, in boxing at all at this stage? No background, like... The closest I've had to fighting is Tekken. <laughs> and that's a video game. So from there, he just kept making videos, just going in on me, calling me a pussy this, pussy that. And wait, can I ask you, is this, re- is this real or is this kind of a little bit tongue-in-cheek or is this is this real beef? No, no, this everything I do is real. Everything yeah. I do is real. It's hard to find things I do fake because I just, I, I struggle to just fake things. Yeah. So... <laughs> He was just making videos on videos and just going in on me. And it got to the point where even my own fans were saying, actually, yo, JJ, you are looking like a little bit of a pussy. And I was like, yo, this was going to be a joke. And now you're forcing me to fight this guy who's ripped, who's trained, <laughs> who's goes to the gym all the time. I'm some fat gamer. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I wasn't fat, fat, but I, you know, I had like a beer belly or something. Some shit. I wasn't in any shape whatsoever. I wasn't on trying to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where we had a press conference just to be like, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to be fighting, blah, blah. And then it got heated. Like, it got 
proper real. You know, I was like, what? Fuck this guy and fuck everyone else that thinks I'm going to lose. Let's go. I'm training. I'm going ham. Mm -hmm. So I train like a madman. For me, whenever I put my mind to something, I <laughs> it's like 200%. I overdo it. And literally, my body transformation was insane when it came to February 3rd. That was when I was fighting Joella. People couldn't believe how in shape I was. They were just like, bro, in five, six months, you shredded all the fat and you got lean. Like, I was comfortable in the ring when I was boxing Joe. Joe froze when we were fighting. He just didn't know what to do because he's never been in this situation before. Obviously, I've never been in this situation before, but I performed in front of audiences when it comes to music. So I didn't feel the pressure as much as he did. He essentially struggled to get started. So I was there like, I ain't going to let you get started. I'm going to just jab, jab, jab. I was just going to keep peppering him. And uh, he just, he was shook. He didn't know what to do. And eventually TKO in the third round, like I, I beat him and everyone got gas. It was so funny because when I entered the ring, mm -hmm. the majority of the people were booing me. You're the, you're the villain. You were the villain character. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I just started smiling because I was like, oh, just you wait. <laughs> I've been training, training, all right? And you will see. So I was like, you know what? I'm gassed. I'm excited. Let's see how it goes with fighting one of the pool robbers. So we were going back and forth, me and Logan. Let me fight Logan. Logan, this he just came off the back of the whole suicide forest thing. Mm -hmm. So he was looking for something to take his mind off Set that. his mind, yeah. And he was there like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's fight. So we had the fight at Manchester Arena. And, and I'd say the first two, three rounds, I was losing. I was like, yo, this is hard. Holy shit, he knows how to box. I can't get past his jab. And then the referee called it after this. It was a six-round fight, and the uh, referee called it a draw. So we had to go again. And this is the fight that most people have seen, the pro fight between me and Logan Paul, where I eventually won. But I again, I had to train like a madman funny listening to this because and obviously there's so much press around all the fights that you did yeah, and, yeah. and so much interest and the beef and and it, it's authentic it's real these are this is the yeah. real feelings but what i loved because i want to talk about actually another podcast that you mentioned on your recommendations which is the waffling podcast which is joe mm. weller and theo bakers and yeah. last year you went on it to kind of talk to joe and it was really interesting as a listener because you see the stuff online and you see the stuff in the papers and this person yeah. said this per and this said this and to have the two of you on this podcast where it starts off kind of like not awkward but you you, you both have issues with each other and by the end of it you're like giving joe this beautiful advice about what makes you happy man do what makes you happy and it's i feel like i've kind of come into your home and just listen mm. to these two guys have this chat. Talk to me about the Waffling podcast. Well, with me and um, Joe, that was the first time we had talked since the fight. It was a bit tense. It was a yeah. bit awkward. And I was like, yo, let's just talk and see what's up. <laughs> because we haven't talked. We had this huge white-collar boxing fight, the biggest white-collar boxing fight ever. So we essentially we just hashed things out had told each other what we were thinking at each moment of the, of the fight. 
before the fight, how we were training, etc. And yeah, it was just, it was an awesome conversation to have. Probably a conversation that couldn't really have been on any other platform other than, and, yeah. and, and, and it was Joe's podcast too, because it was, I guess, his safe place. Yeah, exactly. You could tell like it was like a huge weight was off his shoulders. Like you could tell that a huge resolve had been made. Why do you reckon that like now is a good time to do this? Um, well, I, you know, I, I feel like the beef between me and you is, you know, is kind of somewhat done. You know, yeah. a few years have gone past. You know, it was a, it was a, and it was, it was a very interesting time. But you know, I feel like now, I, I felt like I don't know. It just felt like a good time to, I guess, you know, talk. I mean, it's been a while since we've talked like properly. Like, I mean, we've talked. Oh, we haven't. We haven't spoken we've since talked the fight. Kind of between yeah. interviews, but it's like you've either been working with um, Sky or BT mm. or etc. So, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I just thought it made sense. I just thought, yeah, it made bro. Sense. Like, yeah, because I was thinking that obviously the only time that we've really spoke is when I'm interviewing you in like a like a more formal way. Yeah, like we've never actually truly gone. You know what? Let's sit down, man yeah. to man, and yeah. just have a chat. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think both of us have we've grown a lot since yeah, yeah, you know the fight and stuff. We've we've learned a lot, and we we are probably different people now. Mm. And I think yeah, there's going to be a, a, you know from this conversation, I think we're going to learn. A, probably a lot about each other and yeah clear clear the air in some ways because you yeah. know there was a lot of stuff that happened back then yeah that i think yeah both of us probably took wrongly had sort of wrong views about each other and, and everything so yeah it'd be good to sort of chat about those things if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I want to move on to another podcast which you recommended, which is called What's Good Podcast, which we love. Um, it started back in 2018, so still relatively new, although I do feel the last few years there's been so many new podcasts. Tell me a little bit about this podcast. So this podcast is with my friend Simon Minter and Randolph. Mm-hmm. 
I made the album with. Yeah, it's just a podcast that they wanted to do. They like talking about certain topics, especially to do with YouTube or the mainstream or whatever. So it's just something that they wanted to do. And yeah, I, I just pop in every now and then to discuss, you know, what's going on with the world or what's going on with my life, with their life. And yeah, it's just, it's very easygoing podcast. Yo, so guys, welcome back to the What's Good podcast. <laughs> We've hit 500k now. And we said when we did that, we would bring on the man, the myth, the legend, KSI. <laughs> So here it it's is. also so, a New Year's special. Yeah, New Year's special. This is the first one of the year. Oh, yeah, wow. 2021. Yeah. It, took, uh, it took JJ a long time to get ready for this podcast. Hey, shut up, man. <laughs> was putting his makeup on. Nah, what do you mean makeup? Nah, I came back from a run and then obviously man was smelly. So I did. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I'm glad you do, I'm glad you do smell better now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bro, imagine I, I was moving like Toby back in the day with his B.O. <laughs> yeah, bro. It would have been mad. Obviously, Toby's blessed now. Back in the day, man. He just before this, just before we started this, JJ was like, yeah, you don't really need to start beef anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yo, Toby's going to finish me for that. I can't said that. Like, hey, yeah, no, it's, it's, just, no, it's good. Oh, no, at least he's good now. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? She was bad before. <laughs> yeah, but no one ever said anything. Till <laughs> <So> now. <laughs> No, he always did. Okay. I did, I did, as long as I did not... actually say stuff, but yeah. no one... See, he hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, long, as, as long as it's like, this isn't the first time you've ever said no, that. No, 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 I've said it to him. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, 2021 now. Mm. Stinky year. Yeah, bro. Already. I mean, it's so funny how everyone's like, I can't wait to get there. And then like literally like, three days in, it's just like chaos again. Yeah, well, it just, it's the same, isn't it? It's the same, it's just yeah. 2020 V2. Wait, it's not. It's 2021. Well, yeah, but like it's a continuation. 2020.1. Yeah, yeah. It's continuation, but every year is a continuation of the last year, isn't it? <laughs> Shut really? up, man. Yeah, no, yeah, you're picking it. Yeah, you're picking it. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you're one of the guys that's like, it's 2020 V2. It's not. It's 2021. <laughs> okay, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, obviously, um, Boris came through with uh, another lockdown. Shut down, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not allowed to be here tomorrow. No. Uh, well, he technically is because of production. Yeah, production of okay, filming. So then I'll see you next week. See, see, you next week. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week, bro. It kind of feels, because obviously they're your mates as well, and we're going to talk a bit later on about Sidemen and stuff and, and the kind of your crew, and but... Is it kind of in a way, like, would I be wrong to say, it's almost like therapy. Like you mentioned, I pop in and I chat what's going on and then I leave again and I come back and we have another little chat. Because I do feel the space, it does feel very safe. And you do talk about things you wouldn't normally talk about. And mm. and even just for listeners as well to hear these conversations, it almost is a form of therapy. Yeah, and I feel like it's good to discuss things. Like it's good to talk because, yeah. especially during the time in the pandemic where human interaction is very <laughs> limited it's very important to at least get your feelings across or how you get your thoughts across just mm -hmm. to keep you sane it was a cool thing to do and it's a cool thing just to you know help out my mates as well with their podcasts and mm -hmm. that's why one of my main things was always to make sure i bring up my friends that's one of the things that i made sure to do and it is happening and that's why we have the sidemen accelerators well, I was going to say, even though you're so busy and you got the music and then boxing and everything else that's going on, you're still a member of Sidemen YouTube channel. You're still heavily involved in that. How important is it for you to still have that in your life? Oh, it's, it's extremely important. I started this whole thing from YouTube. So, mm. you know, why would it make sense for me to just disregard the place that made me who I am? Mm -hmm. No respect to any other YouTubers that have gone off to do like mainstream stuff and just forgotten about YouTube. But I could never do that, man. Like, 
I have a huge fan base on YouTube. So I, I don't understand why I would leave that. Mm-hmm. When you kind of think, okay, I'm going to do this boxing thing. I'm going to beat this person. This is this. This is the music. This is the single. This is where we're going to chart. Do you have? Do you have those kind of things that help push you? Do you need them in your life? No, no, you 100% need a goal. Even with the lockdown, the goal is, you know, after lockdown, I'm going to have the best time of my life. But right now I need to work hard to be able to achieve that. The same with working out. I've trained regularly every month, etc. I want to get number one single. I tried last year, didn't get it. Was close with Lighter, but mm-hmm. Head and Heart and a few other songs were doing well. So I was like, cool, that's just it. It's good to have goals. So music seems to have been always in your life. Was it always like growing up and stuff? And even when the gaming thing took off, was music always there in in some form? Yeah, like I was always doing some stupid raps Mm -hmm. in my like FIFA videos or gaming videos with music. I used it when I was a kid to help me remember things because I have like a really bad memory. Like I have to read something over and over and over and over and over again just to really get it to stick in. So I made some school raps to help me remember. That's amazing. Super cringe. So cringe. Do you so still remember? Cringe. Do you remember any still? Like, like when you're younger, they're, they get ingrained I, into your head. Nope, nope. I've <laughs> chosen to forget it forever. Uh, if you look hard enough, you'll be able to find it on YouTube. But yeah, uh, I will. Yeah, super cringe. And uh, I remember I did uh, football rap battles mm-hmm. with me and my mate Randolph. I'd be like Mourinho, he would be Arsene Wenger, or I'd be <laughs> Messi and he would be Ronaldo. And we'd just do back and forth. I had a few diss tracks with me and my mates where we kind of went a bit in on each other. I released a song, Lamborghini, P-Money. I released a song with JME. I released, you know, a few songs here and there. Like, I've always been doing music. I've, I've always loved music. I remember the first concert I went to was uh, Kanye West and Jay-Z, Watch the Throne. And I was, I told myself, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm this nerdy introverted kid who doesn't really have much going for me. <laughs> I'm the, in the loser group when it comes to school. No one really cares too much about me. No one really invites me to stuff. I'm just like that weird, awkward kid. But I told myself, I'm going to smash it with the music. Do you get scared that you're not not going to stay hot right now? Like, do you get scared that it's going to end? I don't care. I don't care. I didn't do it to be hot mm-hmm. or stay hot or this, this, that, that. I did it because I enjoyed doing it. I just wanted to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm not hot anymore, it's cool. I'm still happy with myself. I'm still happy within. So mm-hmm. that's ultimately the goal to life, happiness. And um, Speaking there of music, and when you go and you see that gig and you think, oh, I want to do that. It's very hard as a musician, there's so many musicians now, but t- times have changed that it's really interesting talking to people who you know, started out releasing music in the 90s where you needed a label initially and you needed to be signed. Now a lot mm. of people can put out stuff by themselves. There's so many different platforms. I want to talk about one of the podcasts, which is a great suggestion, which is the No Jumper podcast. It initially started out as a blog, uh, reviewed up and coming underground artists, and then it was kind of revived in 2015 as on a YouTube channel. And mm. basically it's uh, Adam22 interviewing up and coming talent. How important is a podcast or a YouTube channel like this for, for new musicians? Well, I mean, No Jumper is like, he's a legend and mm-hmm. the whole No Jumper podcast is, you know, it's a legendary in the music culture, especially in America, mm-hmm. especially with hip hop, et cetera. Like that's where a lot of uh, artists have made their break. 
So when your brothers got locked up, did, if, if I'm paying attention correctly here, it's like they get locked up and then your music starts popping off like not too long after that? No, I never was rapping when they was out. Like what? I never right. did it before. I just had raps in my phone. And then um, the day I got kicked out of school, I recorded it because I was at home early as fuck and nothing to do. Everybody gone. So I just recorded it on some board shit, uploaded it, and it went viral. And then ever since, like, rappers I was listening to in my city, they was hitting me up to do songs and get in the studio and shit. So after that, I started going to the studio with them, making songs. First song I dropped hit a million in, like, I want to say two weeks, two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. It hit a million, like, fast. So then I kept doing music. I already had a fan base from doing freestyles on Instagram. Oh, okay. So, but when you say freestyles, you're saying, like, like written to other people's beats? Yeah, like I would remix. I always used to remix like Young Thug and like beats I find like Detroit beats on the internet and shit. Interesting. So do you think like when your brothers left, looking back on it now though, do you feel like how did that affect you emotionally? Because they were like a very much like your security team, your mm -hmm. your safety blanket. They were mm -hmm. kind of probably protecting you from yeah. a lot of the bad things around. Definitely. And then all of a sudden they're gone. Like how did that affect you and how did you adapt? Um, it affect it affected everything about me. I ain't gonna lie. Like I was barely able to function and do things when it was early, you know, going on. But um, how I dealt with it is like you know I talked to them every day when the coronavirus wasn't out. I was able to go see them. Mm -hmm. um, that helped a lot. But I feel like if they if you know things happen for a reason. So if they was here, I wouldn't be doing shit. I would I, I would just have them. Like they would you know mm -hmm. provide everything. So. It changed for the good and the bad. Like, I think at this stage, it's something like 518 million views. I mean, that is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's watched. For someone to get on that, like what that does to someone's life. When it comes to music, like if you're getting it, mm -hmm. it's, 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 just, it's just the feeling. And people gravitate towards things that are good or successful things. So it's one of those things where you'll know if you're starting to make banging music. So yeah. it took me a while to get to that point. But a lot of my old stuff was so bad, like trash music. Mm -hmm. But you've got to start from somewhere. Like no one is just amazing just like that. It's a building process. And mm -hmm. I'm now at a point where I'm comfortable in my lane and I know what I'm good at. I know what I need to improve on and I know how to advance. So. Looking at different podcasts that you've been on and um, different podcasts that you've sent me over a list here, it kind of shows an insight into who KSI is. Like, you know, everything there from like the YouTube stuff to the music stuff. And I want to end with the Happy Hour podcast because the one thing I get from you, and I don't know yet, is laughter and fun. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean though? Like you do all these different things, but the one thing that ties it in is that you're having a great time doing it. Um, talk to me about Happy Hour and talk to me about, well, this is a comedy podcast, but talk about like just the use of humour in your life and how important that is. Yeah, so the Happy Hour podcast was a lot of fun to do. It's funny because the guy, Jack, yeah. is... Uh, People remember Jack, um, him from Big Brother, actually, wasn't it, back in 2012? Yeah, yeah. I think he was only in there for a week, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't like a big fan of me. Yeah. He, he didn't really know how I was in reality, he, he he always had this mindset that I was a bit of a dickhead. So <laughs> he met me and we did the podcast and all this and that. He was like, you know what? You're actually a really cool guy. I didn't expect it from him. And the thing is, is like, I've always been chill. I've come from a you know, humble background and I've worked hard to get into the situation 
I'm in today. So why would I be a dickhead to anyone else? Like nothing was given to me. I've worked hard for everything. So why would I make anyone else's life hard Mm -hmm. or make them miserable when I can just make their day? Like I, I try to be positive to literally everyone. You can still have a positive outlook on life and be real. I always think go on the side of optimism, but just protect yourself. Yeah, exactly. Now, JJ, yeah, yeah. first question, mate. Going to jump me. straight in. Obviously, the um, elephant in the room. <laughs> but back in the day, I've made a few videos about you. Uh, yes. Alex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, <laughs> Alex has made a few more I recently. Don't, I, I don't think I have, actually. No, I don't remember making we'll get actually, What made you come on when I asked you on? Because I, um, I, I genuinely didn't think you would, you would want really? to. Really? I don't yeah. know. I was just like, fuck it. I don't know. I just... God. I've been feeling good about myself and I don't know, I just... You seem quite laid back, like yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whereas I'm just going to sit like this. What do you... How do you feel about people that make sort of videos on you? Um, I get it. I get I get why people do it because obviously I guess my name like recently has been quite, quite lucrative. Mm. So putting me in the title just gets views, so... Yeah. People and it's funny. It. Yeah, and... <laughs> I can just see your eyes going to Alex every single time. <laughs> But it's like, I know, it's, it's just people got to make money. People got to, you know, people got to eat. Yeah. People got to make funny content. And the thing is, like, when people go at me, I, I watch it and I think it's jokes. You mentioned there when we first started talking about podcasts, just the different people that you can kind of get on. Like, you've been on so many different podcasts, so many different ranges, and people really get an insight in, into you. And I'm just wondering, you mentioned Ricky Gervais there. At the start, I think, who was on True Geordies. He's also been on Happy Hour. I guess if you could be on a podcast with someone, if you could really get someone on and just have a proper chat with, who would, who would you get on? I think Donald Glover. He's similar to you in that he's a man who's crossed many fields. Well, he started on YouTube. Yeah. As I, to, to what I know anyway. Yeah. Like, I remember he was in a group with uh, two other people and they just made funny skits. And I, I used to always watch them because I thought they were fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he then ventured into music and then ventured into acting and such and such. So I think it'd be cool just to fully understand what he's thinking with just life in general and about his life, etc. I think that'd be cool. The Rock as well. I think he'd be an insane inspiration because he's another person that just works hard and you know puts out positivity, but is also real at the same time. I had a conversation with my other half the other night and we were, I mean, the news is quite a lot to watch at the moment. And we, mm. we were like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, anything with Dwayne Johnson. I don't care what it is. But <laughs> I was like, I don't care what it is. We ended up watching Baywatch KSI, which Logan oh. Paul is in. <laughs> you, probably, you probably heard uh, one of my songs in there. Yeah, there you go. That, that was also maybe subconsciously getting ready for the interview. But I was like, I just, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. There's something about watching him on screen that just radiates good energy. I used to watch him with the whole WWE stuff. So I'm a, I was a big fan from early. I don't know if you've listened to a, a podcast that I love is Oprah Winfrey um, has mm. one called Super Soul Sundays and she's got Dwayne Johnson on an episode and it's oh, brilliant. Sweet. So if yeah. you haven't listened to it, have a little listen to it because you can't listen to that and then not feel like positive about the world. So we talked about the music, the single with Anne-Marie. You said you're still looking for that number one. Who do you want to work with next in the music industry? I mean... Anyone I can make good songs with. <laughs> I just like making music. For me, money-wise, I'm good. Like, I don't need to make music for money. I'm in a very, very privileged situation. I've already got quite a few people that I'm working with. I mean, yeah, with this album, man, damn, people are just going to be like, 
what? <laughs> People are not gonna be able, not gonna believe the features I have. Talk to me. I work with Anne Marie because I I'm just such a fan, and I remember meeting Anne Marie. I want to say ten years ago, maybe less, and she was working with the Rudimental Boys in Ibiza, but she was backing singing for them. And just when you see someone, you're like, you're the front woman here. Yeah. And and I'm just so so delighted for her success. Yeah. No, she's she's done so well and. She's such a delight, man. It's so funny. We both have like crazy laughs. So it's like we're having a, a laugh off. <laughs> like every time we, we see each other. But uh, when I sent her the song, she absolutely smashed it. Like yeah. she loved it. And she was like, yeah, yeah, let me work on this. And now, well, when the time this comes out, yeah, it will be our biggest songs like ever. Like yeah, it's the charting wise. I've never got a number two song. So this is my first number two song. And Marie's never got a number two song, so this would be her first number two song. So mm. it's it's incredible what we've both done together. Okay, so it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And uh, never lose the zest for life that you have because it's it's wonderful. It's infectious, actually. Would you, I know you've got the YouTube channel and everything else. Would you ever do a podcast? I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. There's what? Things There's I too many I- out there. <laughs> There are things I said I won't do. Why? I why? Never. Why won't you bring out a podcast? Podcast because I just think it uh, it gives too much. Uh, it gives out too much. Okay, of yourself, of myself. Yeah, I mean, I already put out enough. I don't think I need to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, give even more. Like, like I, I don't want to oversaturate myself. Okay. Uh, well, what was it you said? What was it? Was it when you were live streaming when you, um, who was it? Was it Mike Tyson you called out? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, and <laughs> you live and I, you learn. You live and you learn. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's got to the point where I'm like, I would just leave the live streaming stuff to all the Twitch streamers, <laughs> yeah. to all the YouTube streamers, to all these other streamers. Yeah, like it's not for me. I, I'm already doing enough as it is. I, yeah. I don't need more. Yeah. Uh, absolute pleasure best of luck with the album and we're looking forward to that and also to see what you do next because I'm sure you'll surprise us all KSI thank you thank you thank you for having me and that's it another episode down as we delve deep into my guest's audio world I hope you get cast away by today's top podcast picks yeah I just said that sorry all of the podcasts we've mentioned today are included in the episode show notes now if you love this conversation as much as I did please share your thoughts by leaving a review and if you'd like to receive weekly installments of cast away delivered straight to your phone hit the subscribe button until next time that's it from me take care Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.